0: Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. Welcome back to the Black Squadron Podcast, episode 69. Nice. nice. And that's going to do it for the episode. Uh, thanks for checking us <laughs> <this> out.
1: <laughs> so
0: this is the last episode.
1: We have to stop it here. It can't go higher. Yeah. We,
0: or just the next episode will also be episode 69. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, so, uh, what have you guys been doing? <laughs> uh,
1: a lack of Star Wars, surprisingly. Not surprisingly, but. <laughs> Yeah. It's been uh it's it's been quite I did watch the what is it the newest uh the Wednesday series on Netflix.
2: Oh yes. Same same oh, still
1: Loved behind it. on Andor because I'm the worst, but you know, had to had to watch my girl Wednesday and uh, that was that was a good <laughs> show. I enjoyed that, that was fun.
0: Um I decided yesterday at like three p.m. that I was gonna rewatch Band of Brothers. <laughs> and today at 3 p.m. I was done. That's uh, a lot of episodes, BP. Ten episodes, hour and ten minutes each, or something like yeah. that. Hard through. <laughs> Did you? I that's not it? worse. No. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like binge
1: watching like season one of Mando or something. Like I, I I've done that. I I remember those days.
0: I'm I'm almost back to the point where because I haven't really watched Star Wars. I've Um and that felt like pulling teeth there for a bit. Um, but I haven't really watched a lot of Star Wars and in, in it feels like the last six, seven, eight months. Uh, but I'm starting to get that itch where I was considering watching Obi Wan today or the or, or Mandalorian. Um, I really want to do Mando before the next season comes out, which is March, I believe. So, mm-hmm.
2: well, that's a good idea. We yeah. should do a rewatch sesh.
0: Yeah, I thought about. Remember, we used to do the uh five up, three downs. Yeah, we, we could do that for Kenobi. We could do that for Andor. We could do it for Mandalorian.
1: We could do the, the Mando rewatch, Mando rewatch party.
0: Yeah, it'll just we be do like in a, a mystery science theater three thousand or whatever <laughs> hey, Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just going to be me and the helmet the whole time. Just the helmet. That's it. So. Yeah. So. Todd is two episodes into Andor. I finished it. Mari, have you finished it?
2: I did. I finished it a while ago.
0: Okay. Well, I'm just gonna leave then. Like <laughs> I'm
1: getting uh, I I am gonna try and I think I don't know if it's gonna be this week because I'm gonna be out of town this weekend, but I do think I'm gonna try in the next before before the end of the holidays, before the end of the year. Let's how about that? I'll try and finish <laughs> Andor so that we can talk about it. Are you traveling for Christmas? Not for Christmas, but I'm going out of town this weekend. So I'm doing mine like kind of front loading it almost, okay. kind of like pre pre holiday travel. Okay, <laughs> the twelve days before Christmas. Crazy. gonna be. Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, I just want to warn you about Andor. Um, they use bricks.
1: Oh, and screws <laughs> and, and screws.
2: <laughs> just you know. Did you <laughs> prepare yourself?
1: Okay, so I haven't been like the best about keeping up with Andor, but I do remember seeing like the. Do you BP? Did you see that discourse about Andor? No, oh, you, yeah, you have no like, idea
2: what I'm making fun. I know. Of. Yeah. I was gonna
1: say Mari. Mari knows more. It was a uh, was it Star Wars Theory, whatever his name is, the guy yeah. that's like the ultimate like that's complaining why. about everything Disney. Yeah, yeah. he's he's oh, the worst. I don't um, follow him.
2: I didn't even know who he was until this whole thing. I was like, oh, this guy is valid.
1: Yeah, not that no, like, we're I mean, huge he, or
2: anything. But
1: he he gets all his his money now off of like dunking on Disney, Star Wars, and and kind of, of, of that course. side of the the fandom but he was complaining about Andor because you could see like screws and bricks and stuff and they scenes. used real
2: world materials yeah it wasn't it wasn't other worlds
1: yeah it wasn't detached from reality enough for him or something i was like that's ah, yeah. <laughs> you can't really complain about that one like the original right. trilogy you could see like new york on the um hilt of luke's saber in the yes. uh, wampa cave and empire strikes back Like you could there's there's always been subtle references to real world. Part. I mean all the blasters in Star Wars are based off of World War
0: II. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. pistols a literal pistol. Yeah. So well, I, was, I was what <laughs> sabers made from? <laughs> Piece of camera. Yep so yeah that's that was because i don't. I was blocked on everything I don't, I don't particularly care for that guy and i'm not going to give him any of my energy <laughs> exactly listen it's all about staying
1: positive enjoying what you enjoy and if you don't mm-hmm. like it then you don't have to talk about it
0: that's true uh, oh before we get on to this um mari's hair is incredible just so everyone knows you Aww. can't see her but uh it looks like a rainbow ish and i want to touch it <laughs> i feel like
1: we need to go back to doing videos just so that mari can show off her <laughs> amazing hair every time because i feel like every time we do a different episode it's a different color
2: it's just next a time fade it'll be,
1: it'll be sith
0: <laughs> red next time probably
2: oh my you have no idea i thought about going back and then i was like my hairstylist will kill me <laughs> 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 my hair might also not survive the whole bleaching and all that kind of stuff so <laughs> yeah.
0: My hair's turning gray. Look at this.
2: I saw that, and I wasn't going to comment on it, but I saw it.
0: it. Before, like when I come my here, it would just cut, cut out, but now it's just there, and then my beard's turning gray, too.
2: BP's going to be a silver fox.
0: Distinguished gentleman.
2: <laughs> now you need a multiple
0: With a ton of toys. With <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <throat> ton of toys. The that's, line, the, that's
1: the mark of a real gentleman, is the number of toys that he has in his house.
0: <laughs> Cigars? No. Black series? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, the
1: way that the prices are going for them, honestly.
0: We'll
1: we'll get into that here in a minute. (laughs) Having toys might be considered the mark of a gentleman because it shows that you (laughs) have money to keep up with the hobby. It's the new currency.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It really is. (laughs) Elon Musk takes over. Money is gone. Toys reign supreme. (laughs) (laughs) I'll trade you three Han Solo Black Series figures for a gallon of milk. (laughs) (laughs) $60 $60 gallon. Milk. All right, <laughs> let's hop into the Knight headlines,
2: yeah?
1: <laughs> okay, so Knight headlines is the part of the show where we talk about the news, and we've been away for a little bit. We're not going to talk about all the news, but we are going to highlight some recent stuff, the first being Andor, the show that I am incredibly behind on, but I'm going to talk about some news related to it because that makes sense. Uh, is up for a bunch of awards because people really love it. So, Diego Luna is up for a Golden Globe. He got nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series Drama. I believe the Golden Globe split things out by dramas and comedies and all the different categories and subcategories of, of entertainment. So, that's awesome. Great for him. I think that this is kind of the, one of the bigger ones. Another uh, award that he's up for is Best Actor for a Critics' Choice Award. And then Andor, the series itself, was nominated for Best Drama Series for a Critics' Choice Award as well. So this has been a really well-received critically show. Um, I think a lot of people have also, again, I've, I've been behind, so I've tried to distance myself from the general like narrative around Andor and what people have thought about it. But mm-hmm. I think overall it's been really well-received um, as, a, as a story. And I think that it's going to be up there just like Mando was when uh, Mando first came out with all the awards and nominations that it received.
0: I really hope that uh, Genevieve O'Reilly, who plays Mon Mothra, Mothma, Mothra, Mothra. Mothra. I hope she gets some love because she was incredible.
1: It's okay. Godzilla is going to show up in Andor Season 2 to fight Mon Mothra.
0: Todd, just wait until you see what she gives up to further the Rebellion. Oh, don't tell me what the good time. I love, okay. So I love
1: Genevieve O'Reilly. I thought she was great as Mon Mothma in Rogue's, Rogue One. So when I, I found out she was getting coming back to do andor, I was already excited. So I'm only two episodes in. So I think I still have a couple episodes to go before she shows up. But I'm excited. She's Sweet.
0: fantastic. Yeah, she deserves some praise for this role. Mm-hmm. She does.
1: And I hope, I do hope that the show gets a lot of award nominations and all the fanfare and all the all the love because it deserves it supposedly i haven't seen it so i can't vouch but <laughs> um next up is uh related to some star wars movie news and this is rogue squadron so this has been rogue squadron was announced oh, back when like rise of skywalker came out around that time i think yeah uh and it's been like in development and then was out of development and then Disney removed it from the um, release schedule back in December. So it's been a big question mark about this series. Recently, Patty Jenkins, um, I don't know if she stepped away from Wonder Woman or if DC decided not to continue with the Wonder Woman story. However, that is being framed narratively. I'm not 100% sure. But um, yeah, it's—it's. It's, I don't know where the show is. She did about like an hour before we started recording this episode today uh did put out a statement kind of trying to clear up all the not not nonsense but like all the all the chatter about the whole wonder woman three cancellation thing <laughs> um so basically this update according to patty that she put out on twitter is that she left rogue squadron after a very long productive um development process so Uh, working through the script and all that jazz. She stepped away from Rogue Squadron because she wanted to focus on Wonder Woman 3 because, I guess, timeline-wise, things weren't shaping out. I think they were originally planning on Rogue Squadron coming out in December of 2023. And it got caught up, I think, in the production pipeline of reworking and working and reworking the script. Uh, So she stepped away to do Wonder Woman 3, and now Wonder Woman 3 is not happening. So it sounds like, Rogue Squadron is back in active development, but who knows if we're gonna end up seeing this, or if this is just gonna be something that kind of lives in the development cycle for eternity uh-huh. until it just eventually fizzles out. So,
2: hopefully not. But you know,
1: I think it's a yeah. great concept. It's it's what I said. I think it was set post, like it was set in the sequel trilogy and kind of like a Star Wars Squadrons sort of vibe
0: you got to think that the shuffling of bobs at Disney to being (laughs) pro-Star Wars Bob opposed to the non-Star Wars Bob that this has to help, right? You would think... think, I also also think that Star
1: Wars is... Lucasfilm itself is trying to still figure out what to do with the theatrical side of Star Wars. I think the Disney Plus side, they've kind of got down to a clockwork and they've got the animation stuff. They've got the Mandoverse. They've got all kinds of stuff related to Disney plus, but I think the post sequel trilogy theatrical Star Wars is a big question mark for them. So they might be trying to figure that out. I think Ryan Johnson's trilogy is still living somewhere in the development process. That's another thing that was announced. That's that's kind of been quiet. So who knows what we're going to see. I think Taika's project is the next thing that's supposed to be on the theatrical release schedule. Who knows but again? Yeah. And, and if you want to look at, cause I, I think, you know, ever since Wonder Woman 84 came out and that had very mixed poor uh, reception from people. um, I think for love and thunder was sort of similar for Tyka, where it got very mixed feelings from people. So I think yeah. if, if you want to kind of compare the two directors, Patty and Tyka, it might be uh, if, if, Wonder Woman 84's performance is indicative of where Rogue Squadron is,
0: then maybe Thor's performance is going to be indicative of what Taika's project looks like. It's possible. Um, we can't forget that Daisy Ridley put a little teaser out too. On Instagram.
2: Oh, yeah. She
1: did. Okay. So <laughs> I love how anytime Daisy does anything like Lucasfilm related, everybody goes crazy. So Daisy, for people who maybe aren't as in the the weeds on the social media, uh, was posted a picture at Lucasfilm. Apparently, she was just having lunch at Lucasfilm, just having lunch, (laughs) Um, stopped by Lucasfilm's (laughs) offices to have lunch and was kind of reminiscing about her work on the sequel trilogy. She just posted a whole bunch of pictures in her Instagram stories. Um, But, you know, I think at some point uh, the sequel trilogy is going to be re-explored again. So it is nice to see that Daisy still has a a pretty solid or at at least looks like she has a, a decent relationship with Lucasfilm
0: yeah
1: and doesn't want to completely just distance herself from star wars.
0: <laughs> Oscar Isaacs.
1: <laughs> Oscar did some voice work for Star Wars Resistance though. So you you can't It's true. Can't say he completely. He's he, I think he's the only one that's done post sequel trilogy
0: work on Star Wars. I'm here for it. Uh and you know, I, I I just want to go to the theater and watch a Star Wars movie before I'm in my 40s. <laughs> It would be
1: nice, I do think though that they need to figure out what they want to do because I don't think if they do a bunch of one offs, that'll be the, the sort of the form. I almost feel like they need another trilogy, but they don't know how to do that.
2: Like, yeah, they don't know what to go for. I can tell you right now, focus on a Sith. I want to see this.
1: Oh, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into some fun series in a little bit. Know, it's
0: uh, so they have a, a sequel teed up, easy money, solo two. Come on. Solo, okay, so Solo, I think, would be better as a Disney Plus
1: series, though. I do Whatever, think, like, you, you do. I, I Listen, we can we can go on a whole other <laughs> Solo. Where, we'll forget what we are going to originally talk about today, and we'll just <laughs> talk about Solo. I love Solo with a passion. Um, but we're going to roll into the next thing. So, speaking of series, The Mandalorian, uh, I think this was, I don't know if it was a leak or just a little tease, but the Writers Guild of America posted, basically, who's writing all of the episodes for Season 3 of The Mandalorian. To no shock, John Favreau has his fingers in every episode. Every single one. Um, this is his, it's child. his show, right? It's yeah. his show. It's, I saw people were upset about this. So that doesn't shock me. Uh, episode three, he's co-writing with Noah Clore. Uh Episode four and episode seven, he is co-writing with Filoni. So I think we can kind of guess, and I think we'll eventually, once we see who's directing what episodes too, we might be able to get a better gauge of what each episode might be about but i think four and seven may
0: have some connections to rebels or the ahsoka series yeah i have a feeling ahsoka might pop up a time or two (laughs) yeah (laughs) and we know with the ahsoka
1: series there's some other characters that are now possible crossover characters in the mando universe since these all live kind of in one shared timeline so
2: it makes me so happy
1: Listen, I would not be opposed to seeing, you know, Natasha, um, Natasha's version of Sabine show up in Amanda, or
2: Heck yeah,
1: Harrison Dula showing up, or uh, Zeb. I don't. I feel like live action Zeb's going to be weird, but you know, it be hard to for me. Or just Chopper. Like I don't like. Just, I don't even need. Just put like <laughs> Grogu, Grogu, and Chopper
0: on their own little adventure.
2: I need. I need Chopper to murder someone in the episode
0: that he's in, though. Grogu and and Chopper would destroy like an entire field of
1: (laughs) could you imagine though just like like those fun like campy Clone Wars or Rebels episodes where they just would like have like the complete like side characters like you have Grogu and Chopper just going on like an innocent little mission and then everything goes completely haywire
2: that's a Dave Dave Filoni episode without a doubt a Dave Filoni episode
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) just
0: beeping and little baby Grogu sounds (laughs) Yep.
1: so It is interesting, though, to see who's writing what. And I'm I'm excited for Mando's season. I think I'm more excited for season three of Mando than I was when the first season, like, originally came. Just all the hype and the unknown. I, based off of the trailers that we saw at Celebration and the trailers they finally officially posted, I think that season three is going to be something special.
2: Certain somebody still hasn't watched the trailer. Because, once again, spoilers.
1: (laughs) I won't talk about any of the trailers,
0: but it is,
1: <laughs> you are in for a treat if the trailers are just a glimpse of what season three is going to entail.
0: I'm stoked. I can't wait to see Book Tim again.
1: Up next, we've got some Acolyte news. So, this is another really interesting project that's starting to sound like it's going to get even more and more I interesting. Uh, so, Daphne Keane, who's um, in the series, uh, did an interview with Tech Radar. And in this interview, she talked a little bit about what we can expect with the Acolyte. So it sounds like the acolyte is going to more or less explore how the Sith were able to infiltrate the Jedi order during the final days of the high Republic. Um, So the direct quote from Daphne is, I mean, as you know, it's set hundred years before the prequel movies and it's kind of an explanation of how the Sith infiltrated the Jedi. It's a Sith led story, which has never been done. It's been really fun to film. The cast is amazing. And the director and crew are just lovely the whole experience is wonderful, and I'm already excited for people to see it. I Mar, Mari is, I think, going to be so completely unhinged when this <laughs> this comes out.
0: I'm so I uh, I have no You're words. You're not going to be able to say a word to Mari for like <laughs> three and a half months while the show's on.
2: I'm gonna like assume like uh, this will be the show where I'm up at 3 a.m. for it. Like,
0: this is Mari's Mandalorian. Yeah, Mari gets sent home from work early for trying to force choke everybody.
1: <laughs> I think this is a great because I know you know the High Republic. I think is introduced an an interesting aspect where they've gotten into the pre prequel era, and it's unique from the the uh, old Republic era. Like everybody wants like. Revan and Malik and the old republic, but I think this allows them to kind of capture elements of that, but still tell it in a unique and original story. So it's uh yeah, you've got Shadow of the Sith. We love we love a good Sith story though. I think that this is gonna be really cool. I think it's going to be interesting. The series, I think, is is pitched to be sort of like a spooky mystery, like force mystery. So I'll be curious to see if it's a Sith led story, how they do like the Sith led aspect, but also like this mystery aspect. It's going to be a lot. Mari, my question for you is, are you going to break your no trailer rule for this show? Nope. Ooh. I want to
2: go in totally blind, completely and utterly blind.
1: <laughs> you don't want anybody, to know. you don't want to know a single thing. You don't. If want to somebody know.
2: spoils something for this show for me, like regarding Sith stuff, you're dead to me.
1: Okay, so make sure to not at at frosty (laughs) frosty bridges (laughs) (laughs) on anything related to the acolyte. Because she will.
2: I'm just like Twitter silence. Like I'm disappearing from the media. (laughs) (laughs) You're
1: gonna be like Liam Neeson. I've got a very particular set of skills (laughs) that I'll use to force choke you from a distance. (laughs) Yep. I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be a good time. Um, a little bit of book news, and this is kind of rolling into what we're going to be talking about a little later in the episode, but uh, Jedi Survivor has a book coming out that's sort of a in-between book. It's going to be set during the time between the end of Jedi Fallen Order and when we pick up in Jedi Survivor, which is about five years later. The book is called <laughs> Jedi Battle Scars. The synopsis of the story is that Cal and the man- crew of the Mantis are on what should be a routine mission. Uh, and they meet a stormtrooper that's determined to chart her own course with the help of Cal and the crew. In exchange for help starting a new life, the Imperial deserter brings word of a powerful, potentially invaluable tool for their fight against the Empire, and even better, she can help them get to it. The only catch, pursuing it will bring them into the path of one of the Empire's most dangerous servants, the Inquisitor known as the Fifth Brother. So can the Imperial deserter truly be trusted? And while Cal and his friends have survived run-ins with Inquisitors before, Jedi fall in order. Uh, how many times can they evade the Empire before their luck runs out? Two, two. And they can only do it <laughs> twice, and then it's that's it. Everybody gets everybody gets one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I always have a, a weird feeling about these in between kind of gap books because I feel like it adds a lot of context to the follow up thing, but they don't usually have enough weight that it's like a make or break kind of thing. So
0: yeah it does like I literally just had this argument at work like three days ago because we were talking about how um, episode three has, in my opinion, the best opening sequence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and a coworker who is staunchly against prequels, he's still stuck in that, said there was no context for it and it made no sense he didn't know what was happening. But there is a book that explains literally everything that happens between the, the second movie and the third movie right up until the second we see them on screen. So I knew what was happening. I knew what was going on because I'm really deep into this. But casual people have no clue. So I guess I, I understood it from his point of view. Uh, so these, I, while we love the books and while we love the comics, not everybody doesn't do that. So I, I get it. It kind of sucks for regular folk. But. Well,
1: and it does, and we'll get into obviously the trailer a little later in the episode, but it does sound like whatever this thing that they find in this book is going to potentially be a, a big piece of the story in the Jedi survivor game. So I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I think they did a comic series for Jedi fallen order as like their tie in. So it is interesting that they went from a comic to a full blown actual book for the tie in for Jedi survivor. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's just, they want to cover more time or they want to get more into the weeds of things, but it'll be, it'll be interesting. It, I'm definitely curious about this story, but I don't know how important it's going to be in the overall story. It also comes out like 10 days before the game does. So yeah. you're going to have to speed read. And then the last little piece of news is Jedi Survivor related. So during this uh, year's Game Awards that just happened, what, last Thursday, I think? It was last week. Um, yeah. They revealed the official trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. The game is now up for pre order. We're going to break down the trailer in a little bit. Uh, but the game's up for pre order. There's two versions of the game. There's a deluxe edition that comes with a Han Solo and Luke Skywalker, a new hope inspired cosmetic pack. So the, I think it's two different ones the Luke Skywalker um, pack from, or the Luke Skywalker work from the Yavin ceremony. So it's like the gold jacket. You can get Cal's lightsaber hilt, look like, looks like Luke's lightsaber. Um, and you get a cosmetic for BD1, your little droid companion. The Han Solo one is like his smuggler look with the blood bloodstripe pants and the black vest. You get the DL-44 blaster pistol cosmetic, and then you get another look for BD-1. And that's the deluxe edition. The standard edition just comes with the game. If you pre-order any of these, you get a Obi-Wan Kenobi series inspired com- cosmetic pack. So you get Obi-Wan's hermit look. You get um, his like lightsaber from the prequel trilogy that has like the little knob bottom of the hilt with a little like, I forget it looks like a little mace thing. Yeah. Um, and then you get a cosmetic for BD one, I believe. And then lastly, there is a collector's edition for this game from limited run games. It comes with a replica of Cal's lightsaber, which I think is just the Disney parks saber, or at least it's compatible with the Disney parks blades. The blades are not included with the collector's edition. You just get the hilt. So you can't get the collector's um, edition and then start whacking people with the, the saber and, and live out your Cal Kestis I have Fantasy. you extra
2: blades, it's fine.
1: Listen, you're, you're already good to go. Um, it comes with a deluxe edition of the game. So you get those um, cosmetic packs. You get a steel book case for the game because limited run games is their big thing is physical copies of it. So you're going to get an actual physical disc of the game. And then you get this cool, like, magnetic case thing for um, displaying the lightsaber in. So it's going to be. That is two hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. It's a fair, fair chunk of bones. It's gonna—I think I saw it's closer to like actually like three fifty or four hundred after taxes and shipping and
0: everything. So is that, I'll
2: tell you in a minute.
1: A pretty, Are you
0: getting pretty- it right now?
2: <laughs> <A> baby.
0: <laughs> hey, we've already had one impulse purchase before yeah. we started recording. So
2: why is it me always like, doing this? Expensive
1: ones. <laughs> I was gonna say, you always, you always order like the Mythos and the collector's <laughs> editions and all the, all the, I don't
2: half-ass my collection. <laughs> I go all in.
1: Whole,
0: <laughs> only, I was gonna say, <laughs> you only, only, only four. I double cheek no it up. <laughs> on up on a Wednesday. Double um, cheek it up on a Wednesday. Does the Han Solo skin, for the lack of a better term, for a cow, BD, is BD a hairy little Wookiee? Because so that would be amazing. Jeez, oh, I wish. I don't think so. I think it's just a
1: color, like a, a scheme. But yeah, they could have really gone crazy with that. Um, it,
2: with shipping and taxes to my address, it's $344.38.
1: Yeah. So it's it's a little steep, which I feel like collector's editions usually, or have more recently been closer to like that $300 mark for a lot of them. Like I think the God of War Ragnarok one was not cheap either. Yeah. Um, so they're definitely definitely a lot i do wish there was a little more that it came with the collector's edition instead of just the lightsaber and the steel book. like maybe a cool art book or some like replica jedi tab like jedi ripped robes or something i don't know just some other stuff just a yeah like a full-size BD want for three (laughs) hundred dollars um but those are the three editions the game is only for ps5 the latest xbox and pc so if you're not on the next-gen consoles yet or have a PC that can send you to the moon, then you are probably not going to be able to play this game. Um, and it's... I'm excited for this one. I am. I i was not as excited, and then the trailer came out, and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm full in. I'm, I'm fully committed to this game. Yeah. I better we'll, play the first more. one
2: before buying the Collector's Edition. <laughs> Were you
1: really <laughs> about to just... I'm going to drop $350 on the sequel to a game I haven't played yet. <laughs>
0: Whole time of this, when uh, we get to this uh, section of the pod. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and then one last thing I forgot to mention is that the Lego Star Wars so Star Wars Lego the Skywalker Saga is officially now on um Xbox's Game Pass, and I believe they have PC Game Pass too, um, Microsoft's game streaming um platform. So if you haven't bought the Lego Skywalker Saga game yet, uh, you can get it for free if you subscribe to the Game Pass service. It's fun. That's a good time. I enjoy it. But that's going to wrap up the news. So I'm going to toss it back to BP for the cargo hold. Put Captain Solo in the cargo hold.
0: The cargo hold segment is brought to you by Skyward Fun Supply. Skyward Fun Supply was born from a love of two things. Star Wars and the hobby of figure and toy collecting. They are a company that truly knows how fun the hobby of action figure and toy collecting is because they are collectors too, with over 30 years of experience in the hobby. Every item from Skyward Fun Supply is guaranteed to be in meant condition. Head over to com and use code BSP10 to save 10%. Unlike last time, I actually bought some star wars things uh, so i hey. have things i can think about this time holy um, shit but, um based off the list we'll let Mario go first as she has won
2: i know out of everybody i bought the least but um, might be the coolest <laughs> <laughs> um it's not technically mine i got it for sean but i have added a new lightsaber to the collection and it is the asajj legacy saber from disney My nephew happened to be at Disney when I made the call asking for people to help me out and he brought it home. And so I have that now.
0: Sick. Okay. General Grievous. What? I said, okay. General (laughs) Grievous.
2: I'm going to, I need BP. Can you print me some additional arms and I will take a picture of me holding all of my
0: lightsabers. We can do that. that.
1: Um, next, yeah, the next. (laughs) I haven't picked up too much stuff, which is shocking considering I feel like we're always like, all right, and set the stopwatches and we'll be back (laughs) in 40 minutes. Um, so I haven't gotten too much. I've I've cooled the jets a little bit on the Star Wars, um, merch and toys mainly because I don't have space, I am rapidly out of space. Um, but I did get a couple things. So, what I got was the retro collection bounty hunter two packs, so the um, Boba Bosk and then the um, IG 88 and Dengar retro collection ones. so it's like the old Kenner style figures like the rest of the retro collection line um, they were Amazon exclusives I think so they're cool they're not like I don't love them because the way that Amazon shipped them they like all the cards got bent and wonky in the actual boxes that they so it like comes in like this own box and then you open it up and it's got the two figures and it's very like flimsy card backs, and they got bent. Which the whole idea is you know, display them on the card, so a little annoying, but doesn't shock me for an Amazon exclusive. Um, this I just picked up earlier today, but I went to Target and happened to stroll by the uh, the cards and miscellaneous, whatever well, what hodgepodges in, in the back. It's the like the
0: NECA <laughs> trading cards, like.
1: Yeah, it's it's the catch-all. But I went, I walked by, and I saw they had some Book of Boba Fett trading cards. I haven't opened training card packs in years since I was a kid, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll get some for for fun. Um, I think it was like ten booster packs or something for like twenty bucks. I was like, whatever. Are you buying more stuff? You 80. bought more stuff. Nice credit card. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna steal uh, it now.
2: In case you're wondering, it's on sale right now.
1: Yep, that's why I got mine. <laughs> so just added another thing. So she had the Asajj Legacy Saber, and now she has Shadow of the Sith novel. Look at that, the novel. So yeah, I got the book of Boba Trading Cards. Uh, they were cool, nothing crazy. I did get like had this cool like you get a collectible oh, patch mean. card, and I got this Fennec Shan one. So I was like, all right, I'll I'll take that. So I got Fennec and Boba, and that's as long as I got those two, I was like, this is a win. <laughs> <laughs> I just Done. need the two main characters from the show. <laughs> Um, so I got that. I got this really cool pin from one of my favorite pin makers, Punch and Chewy Press. So it's the zombie stormtroopers from awesome. the, was it the Death Trooper books? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's really cool. I love this. I was like, oh, let's get a spooky little pin. So I got that. I got the John Favreau. Where is it? Oh, it's over here. Paz Vizla, Black Series figure.
2: Yes. Oh, the one cool.
1: that was the Star Wars Celebration exclusive, and then I got the Black Series Boba Fett in the all-white prototype armor, which I think is just repainted Black Series Boba. So for an obscene <laughs> amount of money.
0: Well, they're they're really uh, leaning into the repainting of Boba Fett as they announced more this morning. Or repaint boba
1: fett i i can't i can't do it anymore i, I was yeah, like I'm oh i'll get all either. the bobas i was like i can't i can't have 20 <laughs> different bobas that are all the same figure just with a different paint scheme
0: <laughs> yeah this one almost looks like they messed up painting and they're like you know kind of looks like the comic
1: <laughs> you know what? we're gonna roll with it
0: <laughs> so yeah
1: that's all i got i think maybe i know i've got some stuff i think on pre-order possibly i don't know i can't keep track of anything <laughs> More when it comes out, I'll get a shipping notification. And it's like, oh, you got Star Wars stuff coming. I'm
0: like, oh, cool. I got to find somewhere to put this. For me, it's like, I wasn't expecting mail a year ago.
1: <laughs> Wait a second. When did this come out?
0: <laughs> Somehow find it in the store, buy it, and then get home to the pre order one from a year ago on my porch. Oh, yeah. Oh, now
1: I've got two. <laughs> one to keep in the box, one to display, and one just in case. Like all good nerds to have. Why? Because. <laughs> because why not? Because.
0: BP, what did you get? What kind of cool things have you got? What did I get? Um, oh, I got this Lola from Obi Wan. That's uh, Princess Leia's little droid friend. Little animatronic, the wings move, she talks, touch mouthy. <laughs> That's how we like our droids, right? Uh, um, of pick up the retro Obi Wan from the series. I'm gonna take the sticker off because I, I hate it. Uh, you hate the retro collection sticker, I do, I hate them. You just like the card I, back? I got the Shadow of the Sith book, Mario just found out it was on sale on Amazon. Um, I also got the Art of the High Republic because i love the art the art of books um i got them all out like from every genre every comic or whatever fandom i have mm-hmm. every third one's a different shape and size
1: yeah they're so, really not good about the consistency <laughs> on the sizing
0: it's so frustrating because they're all made by the same damn company <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just look at them on a bookshelf and you're like my your OCD's kicking in it's like your eye starts twitching you're yeah mine are I, in a
2: stack like on a one of my uh side tables and i'm like this is really frustrating why is one like taller and one's like longer oh my gosh it's so it's irritating <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like they wanted them to be coffee table books when they started and then they started switching it to just like oh, let's make it a slightly bigger regular book and then yeah uh, but either way, I love them. because so I picked up the High Republic one. Very cool. Highly, highly recommend it. Um, I also got the first three volumes of the High Republic comic uh, graphic novels. I love, it. love the High Republic. It's good stuff so far. Um, and then lastly, a grail for me. The Star Wars Celebration 20th Anniversary Obi-Wan Black Series on the Phantom Menace card back. And I got this for a quarter of the price that it goes for on eBay. And I could not believe it. I fully expected it to not actually arrive because it was an eBay purchase. But here it is. It's mint. And it's it's my baby.
1: That's a cool one. I am glad, like, of the exclusives that they did on Celebration, that one definitely beat the one that they did for the Anaheim exclusive. Like, the, the Paz Vizla, John Favreau is cool, but the, they could have done, like, a 20th anniversary Attack of the Clones or... Something yeah. to stay with the the anniversary collection. Yeah, they
0: could, have, but they could, they are. Have, but they didn't. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's going to my Obi Wan collection, and uh, I'm very pleased to have that one. Not gonna lie to you. All right, let's see what else. What what have they announced since the last time we talked, toys wise, toys and books and miscellaneous merchandise? Uh, first up, Star Wars Every Day by Inside Editions. This is the Ashley Eckstein, the voice of Ahsoka Tano in the Clone Wars and Rebels and so on and so forth. It is a guide for all things family fun. Star Wars every day featuring 12 months of Star Wars style party planning, crafting, and cooking. It's a a religion, folks. You got to get in it. (laughs) it. I kind of want it. How many books
1: has Ashley written? Is this her first one or is this? I feel like she's written a couple books now.
0: She did the uh, golden book, the I Am No Jedi or yeah. I am Padawan or something.
1: Whoa. I was gonna say her her pipeline from voice actress to merch overlord to <laughs> yeah. author now is she, she's just she is the Star Wars brand personified. Yeah, totally. yeah. her universe is taken over. So oh, her yeah. universe is some really cool stuff, though. I love, I love. I her. wish I could afford more of it. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to become an ambassador for them, but
0: between them and heroes and villains, they got really cool stuff. But I can't afford. Them. <laughs> Roosevelt, people who buy hot toys and fucking it's it's too (laughs) pricey.
1: But you know what? That's six hundred dollar Darth Vader mythos statue. (laughs) Send it.
0: (laughs) Forty five dollars for a scarf? No, 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 no. Six hundred dollars for some plastic? Absolutely.
2: You want me to show this off? No, I want a statue that's never leaving its case. (laughs)
0: <laughs> He's going to yes. live in this glass box forever. <laughs> yes. Now, this is the kind of logic I can get on board with. <laughs> Speaking of clothes you can wear, Columbia uh, dropped a, a whole slew of things. And the jackets are really cool. They're 140 bucks each, and they are Clone Wars inspired. So there's the white one. Uh, it kind of looks like Obi-Wan's armor. And then there's a blue one as well. Uh, they did some, I love, you can tell a certain age person named this, a ball cap uh, so a hat. If you will, what else to Oh, parka. The parka is five hundred bucks. Oh my god,
2: it's so cool though.
0: It is really cool. I did not order it. Uh, it was a lot of money. And then there's an Ahsoka Tano jacket, which is four hundred and fourteen dollars. Very expensive. Also thing. one.
1: Here I
0: will know. say, like, it's
1: a lot, but that also tracks. I feel like for higher quality winter jackets oh. that oh, are yeah. designed for yeah. the cold, like actual yeah. winter, not like yeah. DMV area winter. <laughs> where (laughs) we're we're like oh it's a little chilly out you're going to like the new england area where it's like oh there's like 20 feet of snow outside and i can't see five feet in front of me (laughs) oh it's hot out here okay yeah i need my i need my obi-wan kenobi parka
0: for basic survival we'll be fine as long as there's no big robot camels (laughs) hey look robot camels Uh, the majority of that Columbia stuff is sold out um, except for the ball cap and some of the Obi-Wan jackets, um, but overall sold
1: out. Yeah, I was shocked because I looked earlier just to see what was still because I think these came out like beginning of December.
0: Yeah, um, it was a couple weeks
1: ago. And, and I think it all past. Anytime Columbia's done these Star Wars drops, they sell out like in five seconds. Yeah. Like literally like fighting people to get a jacket online, but uh, it definitely seems like there's a, a few more available than previously.
0: I think the guys at All Wings bought a jacket. I could be wrong. I feel like I saw one of them wearing it on social medias.
1: I think Vinny got one of the um, pullovers.
0: Yeah, cool stuff. Um, This may have already happened, but the the big Comic-Con in Brazil, I think actually might have just just happened this past weekend. Yeah, Uh, but they had a Funko Pop exclusive of Vel Sartha from Andor, who probably hasn't met yet. No. Yeah, she's one of the original rebels um, yeah
1: nope not that far
0: <laughs>
1: It's okay i'm just gonna take my headphones off real quick and...
0: so that's it on her <laughs> so that was exclusive with brazil um i didn't see where it was a shared anywhere but i'm sure it'll pop up on eBay here shortly if it hasn't already Um, another exclusive amazon exclusive this time and i believe this has gone up sold out gone up sold out gone up sold out gone up like roller coaster over and over but uh, a new Ahsoka pop. It's the white hood from Rebels with the spear or not spear? Oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, big if you're a ten- uh, Ahsoka collector, that's probably a must-have. Um, vintage collection came out. as pretty hard this week. Um, continuing their Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary tour. Um, this got mixed reviews, but the they announced an ATST with a Chewbacca uh, TVC. Uh it's 90 bucks. I believe it's still available on Amazon to pre-order. I um, think it's available sure. everywhere,
1: wherever yeah, like everywhere Hasbro like Pulse, I think is yeah. still available. I'm I'm very mixed on this.
0: <laughs> yeah, some people really liked it. Some people like they just they've done two other ATSTs, which I imagine are the exact same mold. Um, they did the regular ATST, which I remember very clearly picking up from Ross uh not long ago, and then they repainted <laughs> it for the Mandalorian. Which, again, was at Ross. Um, and neither one of them stood up by themselves, if I remember correctly. Like, they would stand up if you posed them the right way. Or they would just fall over. Hopefully they'd fix that. Um, but not being able to buy the standalone TVC Chewie from Return of the Jedi kind of really sucks. Anyways, 90 bucks if you want the pair. Um, this other one, though, kind of intriguing. Uh, indoor Bunker from Return of the Jedi. Um 60 bucks comes with a Rebel Scout. Or I'm sorry, a scout trooper in disguise. What's the it's the commando in the disguise? Some people say it's Rex, some people say it's not Rex.
1: It's the, the Santa Claus rebel Rebel Commando yeah. or Endor Endor <laughs>
0: Commando. It's very cool. It's a little bit bigger than the Power of the Force one that came out in like the mid-90s. Um, I'm kicking the tires on. I actually might get this one.
1: I'm right there with you. I think I'm gonna get it, but I might wait and see if it goes on sale at like target or, or somewhere like that. Just because I remember the um, Navarro cantina set. Cause I got one of those. Cause I wanted the man or the death trooper TVC from yeah. back. And that was the only way to get one. I remember going to target and they were like half off. So it's similar. I think this is slightly more expensive, but similar ish price points. Yeah. Um, so I think I'll get this, but the issue is if I get this, then I'm going to have to get duplicates of all the Endor. Like Endor, Luke, Endor, Han, Endor, Leia, all because yeah. like, I want to build out a scene, and then I'm gonna have to get a ATSE. So I already know if I get if I get this Endor <laughs> playset, I'm gonna have to spend like another like three hundred dollars to 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 pimp it out and have everything.
0: Yeah, then you need the Ken the Kenner Ewok village to go with it.
1: <laughs> I think that's gonna be the next um, like Jabba's palace kind of thing, or the next Haslab. I don't hate it.
0: I don't hate it at all. It'd be cool if they did the Death Star again. Maybe time will tell. But but four, one four scale. So
1: <laughs> I actually want a one-to-one scale Death Star yeah.
0: <laughs> Make it happen. Uh what other TVCs did they announce here? They announced the Arc Commander Blitz, which is a wall Walmart exclusive. Boy, they are just crushing it right now. We got <laughs> <laughs> literally we Amazon exclusives. We have a Brazil exclusive, the country. <laughs> um Walmart and Target. Collecting is getting so fun. Uh, but uh, Art Commander Blitz, Walmart exclusive, and then the Boba Fett comic art edition, which is a Target exclusive. And this is supposed to look like the Boba Fett's first appearance in the comics, the Marvel comics. Um, so it's like green, white, and red. It's very Christmassy, um, which I'm also surprised they didn't try to pass yeah. off on us.
1: I love Santa Fett.
0: Santa Fett. But like a top I mentioned. It's the same figure. It's the literally the same figure they've been putting out um, over and over. They're just slightly painting different. So, I'm sure there are people. If Todd is tired of this, Boba Fett collector, we got a problem. Hasbro, like pump the brakes. And then lastly, for our TVCs, Fourlom and Zuckus Star Wars Retro Collection Two Pack. Well, not TVC, but you know what I mean. The Retro Pack. Um, you can pretty much buy that at Hasbro, maybe Amazon. I feel like I saw it on Amazon.
1: It's an Amazon exclusive, yeah.
0: Uh, Black Series, game, more gaming rates, Republic Commando Scorch. This is a GameStop exclusive. Another Gamorian Guard, but this time it's on a uh, Return of the Jedi uh, card back, and you guessed it, Target exclusive. Um, I don't know how they landed on this particular Amazon exclusive, but a carbonized version of Return of the Jedi 40th uh, edition, 40th anniversary. Royal Guard and TIE pilot. Those go hand in hand.
1: <laughs> they go hand in hand. I remember. I remember favorite Return of the Jedi scene when the the Royal Guard got in the Tie Fighter and aided his best
0: friend Tie Pilot. Yep. And they glitter. They glitter sprayed each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not a lot of nothing. Nothing. I am a little disappointed in the lack of TBC for the fortieth. I think Hasbro's really been leaning into the block series with all their Return of the Jedi fortieth anniversary announcements. And the prices on Black Series, is just getting so, so hard to justify. I think I was in Target and I looked at what just was on the pegs. And I think a deluxe Boba Fett Black Series figure was like
0: 45 bucks. So our target is the same target. Did you notice they had six or seven different Black Series characters and not one of them were the same price?
1: No, no. Everything's different prices. Everything's all over the place, and it's it's hard, and I almost, I, I feel bad, because I mean, ultimately, like, obviously, we c- are collectors, but Star Wars toys, I remember as a kid, like, going to, you know, Walmart, or Target, or Kmart, or something like that, and the back would just be full of, of Star Wars figures on pegs, and it was affordable. Like, you could get a, bu- a bunch of different characters and, and build out a scene, and now it's like, no parent's gonna want to spend $120 to get a mando deluxe and then like two accompanying characters yeah so it's 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 tough it's uh, it's a very love hate relationship with star wars toys right now and i don't know if that means like hasbro needs to lose the license and they gotta mix things up or what but it's it's getting it's it's rough (laughs) it's rough to collect right now
0: it was it was Hard to put the Obi Wan Black Series back on the shelf. It was thirty bucks. There was no reason for it to be thirty bucks. No reason whatsoever.
1: Well, you've got you've got the price increase of the figure. You've got obviously for people that are in box collectors for Black Series, they're taking away the window. So you've got quality control issues now, and stuff was, is arriving broken, or people figure swap and return stuff to stores, and then those end up on the pegs, and you buy a figure and it's a swap figure. So I don't know. It's there's there's just a lack of, I feel like, connection between the toy manufacturers and the collecting base slash the (laughs) consumer. But people still buy them. So I guess they're going to keep doing as long as people keep
0: spending $40 on a deluxe black series. sha not be me, but um, I'll spend my mother my money elsewhere. Um, Speaking of prices, but this is actually going the other direction. There's been reports on the intranets that the Mandalorian Naboo Starfighter Lego set is only 20 bucks at Costco right now. It's like 70% off. I'm assuming you two ran out to Costco. (laughs) I already had this one, so I'm golden. (laughs) Don't be fooled.
1: I love my chrome shiny Naboo (laughs) N1 Mando Starfighter. I got that the moment it came out. I'm pretty sure I went to the Lego store that's near us and was like, I want that one. I want that one. I want that. My Costco is one of the
2: busiest in the in the nation so i have to pick the times that i go very carefully and it's usually like i have to take an early lunch at work and go almost like when they open especially right now with the holidays coming up like it's gonna be a zoo
1: that's okay i'm pretty sure my costco is the one with the worst parking lot in the entire country oh is that the one yeah the one crystal city ish yeah yep
2: Mm -hmm. yep
1: where you can not hear that one. I remember the first time I went there, I was like, This makes no sense. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. this is
0: absolutely lawless at this parking like, lot. Costco is a bulk purchasing place, right? Yeah, you can't bulk purchase things you can't bulk take things home. Uh, yeah, you know, there's
1: like no rhyme or reason there, so yeah. I, I, I avoid Costco, even though they tend to have some pretty solid Star Wars deals on random Lego stuff and Random Star Wars accessories,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's because uh, it's not for the faint of heart. <clears throat> All right, then, last things the big money, the big deal. Hot Toys announced last night, um, one six scale and Attack of the Clones, Anakin Skywalker, and Padme Amidala, and they are unbelievable. I don't know what deal they made with what devil but look at these things
1: it's i was okay so i i could not sleep last night so i was casually scrolling through and of course hot toys i think because they're based in hong kong Mm -hmm. um always post like new stuff at like 1 a.m eastern time here yep so anytime it's like around that time i'll be like wonder what hot toys posting today (laughs) so i remember seeing this this image of anakin and padme i was like oh this is a great cosplay i was like oh no wait this is hot toys this is Like the 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 accuracy of these head sculpts is unreal for these two. Yeah, I'll tell you right
2: now, in order Mm -hmm. to find it on Sideshow's website, you have to type Padme into the search bar. It's not in the Star Wars Hot Toys like Mm -hmm. section. I had to go search for it because it's not in the pre-order coming none of that.
0: Yeah, I had to type her her name in it. I, they,
2: have the they have anakin anakin's right there
0: oh wow Do they have the price 270 for padme
2: 279 for anakin are both in my cart right now yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> no Mario. don't <laughs> save yourself they are incredible looking figures though like yeah. i am genuinely like i think these might be some of the best figures that hot toys has put to, put out that i can remember
0: uh well it, both characters eyewalls roll in their head so you can do some serious posing. <laughs> Anakin's lightsabers have LED lights, they're USB charged, which What are we what are we doing? You know what I mean? My it's Darth so Maul cool.
2: has LED uh, yeah. an LED lightsaber.
0: I think they
1: switched over to like the LED USB charged um yeah, his is not a couple of years back and I think people people really love it.
0: Also, you can get a gold mechanical hand. Uh, spoiler for Anakin. <laughs> yeah, spoiler.
1: It's a strong <laughs> hand.
0: Um, they gave uh, Padme the Queen of Roses from Game of Thrones hat. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> yes. it's like a little, I don't know what that is. I don't remember that from the film.
1: It's from. Um, it's either an unaired Clone Wars scene from the the animated show or it's from it's from the clone wars animated show i'm
0: pretty sure
2: i think i saw her wearing it in the show
0: yeah it's not from the movie yeah yeah but they're both they look great like absolutely crushed it yeah yeah
1: i am a little bummed like the only only criticism i have about the padme one is they include like the geonosian battle scene like blaster the droid blaster rifle and everything but it's the Mm -hmm. Pre scratched back version of Padme, and there's no way to like, which I don't, there's no way for them to have like made a scratched option on that kind of figure. But I think that that's the only thing that would have been kind of cool is like, oh, well, here's a swappable back torso, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. something not pot, not like not physically possible, but yeah, it is what about Padme? (laughs) She seems on top of things. Well, you know, they're gonna have to do, I don't think they've done a 20th anniversary Attack of the Clones Obi-Wan yet, right? Or is there one?
0: No, they they just did um the Obi-Wan series. Yeah. But the the face for it's really messed up. Like with the upper lip and mustache lip area is one piece and it just looks bizarre. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. So for those who don't know, this is the Hot Toys has been doing these 20th anniversary Attack of the Clones special figures. Um, so all of these come in like a special like 20th anniversary packaging box. It looks um, like
2: a like an old school toy box. It's really yeah. Cool.
1: It's it's really cool. Um, I think they've done it's very battle... yeah. yeah. They, but they they've done like um a battle droid, clone trooper, clone trooper pilot, um R two D two, C three P O from the Geonosian battle scene, the one with like the droid body with the three P O head, and then yeah. the three P O body with the droid head. Um, I think Mace Windu is announced, but they haven't revealed him yet.
0: They should a um, silhouette of it, I think, right?
1: Yeah, it was like in the background of uh, the Super Battle Droid figure when they revealed that. It was like you could see him fighting the Super Battle Droid. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a there's a Count Dooku figure fighting Anakin in the reveal picture. So I don't know. I know they did a uh, Count Dooku a while ago. So I don't know if they're re-releasing the new Count Dooku or not, but there's a there's a there's a lot of fun ones they really the, hot toys has done i think the best out of all the manufacturers with regards to the attack of the clones 20th anniversary stuff
0: it would have been really cool if they could have put in the base uh, cuz the bases were pretty basic uh if they could have put across the stars in it that would have been really cool oh yeah i would have really appreciated that actually
1: <laughs> or if they had, <laughs> my, my, to... my my only complaint is i wish they had done like because the the bases for this, the Anakin and Padme are the Droid Factory, but I think some of the other ones are like the Geonosian Battle Arena. So it would have been cool if like all the bases
0: kind of connected or
1: connected or, or worked together. So if you really wanted to get crazy, you could have like one giant Hot Toys, like six grand worth of Hot Toys figures. Yeah, that'd be.
2: Don't talk about Sweet. me.
1: <laughs> You're very cool. <laughs> start sweating nervously. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised that Mari's room is not painted black. Like I'm like
2: if it wasn't a rental, it would be. Yeah. The the problem is I rent.
0: So they I actually just looked this up. There is uh black wallpaper that you is reusable. Like you can take it down easily. It's on Amazon, it's real cheap too. Thanks, BP. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why we don't do episodes as often anymore because we make <laughs> it every time supplies. we do are sending money. <laughs> do you want to know what we? Well, hey, let's just tell people what we did when we first started. We weren't even recording yet. We noticed that both Todd and Mari have a Star Wars logo light in the background, and I don't have it. So <laughs> now <laughs> I do. I just bought it on Amazon right before I hit record. This is the best thing. It's uh, it's always great to have
1: peers that you can just. <laughs> and bully into buying other star wars merch. we're
0: our own worst enemies <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> all right so uh jedi survivor yeah before we get super into it per usual the soundtrack sounds amazing what we've heard and that little poster they gave to us with like the sunset is very bad batch poster-esque they know how to get me
1: <laughs> I just love the the of calcastus between he,
0: fallen order
1: and jedi survivor
0: he uh he's
1: grown he's grown up <laughs> It's a, it's a bad amazing my goodness you've grown yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get known oh baby
1: yeah I just remember as soon as they revealed the trailer or not the trailer the um like teaser image for like right before they did the trailer last week and it was everyone's like okay hold on wait a second. When did he when did he become so hot? <laughs> it was a long summer.
2: I <laughs> saw
1: so, oh, I forget who put, who tweeted it, but someone was like, Cal went from I'll have her home by nine to she calls me daddy now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's so good. I
1: so I can't wait for everybody just to like collectively lose their minds once this game is out. And it's just gonna be like every other time I scroll on social media, it's gonna be a thirst trap for Cal Kestis or whoever else they introduce in this game.
0: So uh, go ahead, Todd, take it over here. What's 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 this game?
1: So this game, like I said a little earlier in the episode, picks up five years after the events of Jedi Fallen Order. Um, we're going to obviously see a little bit of the in-between in that book, Battle Scars, that I talked about. Um, but this is going to follow Cal's increasingly desperate fight as the galaxy descends further into darkness. So obviously, the the further we get from the fall of the Jedi Order, the more the Empire starts to sink their grips into everything and really kind of assert their, their dominance in the galaxy. Um, and things get a little more bleak and a little more uh, dark and scary in the galaxy. So pushed to the edges of the galaxy by the empire. Cal will find himself surrounded by threats, new and familiar as one of the last surviving Jedi Knights. Cal is driven to make a stand during the galaxy's darkest time. So Cameron Monahan, uh, he did an interview recently where he kind of, he didn't give too much away, but he talked a little bit about some of the motivations of, uh, Cal and where we see him in this new game uh, and he did talk about how Cal is going to uh, sort of be a little more desperate and this things definitely seem like they're a little little darker, a little bleaker and Cal is going to be um, pushed to the edges of his own morality sort of I feel like we're going to get that dancing the line between the dark side and the light side and when doing what you think is right but maybe not doing it in the best way you sort of the the ends justify the means aspect like i'm not doing the evil thing i'm doing what's going to help save sort of like saw Guerrero. like saw doesn't view himself as the bad guy it's like i'm doing what needs to be done but it's definitely not the best way to go about doing it so i think that's how we're gonna see cal uh try and combat the empire and he's he's made a name for himself he has not been mr let's go slink off into the shadows hide on dagobah yoda hermit mode he has been it sounds like a little little rubber rouser a little chaos maker little uh little little fun man um so that's that's kind of where we see him obviously there's not a lot of details out about the game yet um i feel like they're gonna hold a lot of stuff pretty close to the chest we might get another trailer too. obviously there's going to be more interviews and um, we'll probably get more gameplay footage and, and sort of what to expect from the combat system and stuff like that as we get closer to the game release. But as of right now, that's that's all we got we're working off of is a little bit of synopsis and then uh, a teaser trailer and, and the full trailer that we got uh, at the game awards. Um, the game is uh, slated and obviously anything as we've learned with COVID is that game release dates, are flexible um so as of now <laughs> as of us recording this episode in december uh the game is slated to come out march
0: 17th of 2023
2: i have three <laughs> months to play <laughs> the
0: first one then.
2: It's
1: plenty of time
0: i just added it back to my xbox for like the 13th time it
1: so so fall in order i love fall in order i know you guys have, have bv i know you've tried to play it and you've just never been able to really get into it but i think if you get past the initial kind of tutorial and start to really get into the story it's it's a really good fun story that the first game is very much cal learning who he is in this new world and i feel like this new game it's going to be cal taking what he's learned and sort of sort of the idea of the the apprentice is now the master you sort of when you look at Luke's journey in the original trilogy from A New Hope to Return of the Jedi. I think we're going to get something similar with Cal between Fallen Order, the novel, Battle Scars, and then Jedi
0: Survivor. I don't dislike the game at all. I get to the, it gets, there's like large points where you just don't know what to do. Like there's, it says go do this, but it doesn't tell you how or where. And you just run around for 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes and you're just like, I'm not progressing. And it's just its frustrating, so I, I give up.
1: That's my favorite part, It's just running aimlessly in circles.
0: Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> all I do, is I just keep fighting the same enemies over and over again and then get absolutely mollywalked by them, because <laughs> that game is ruthless when it comes to um, the combat.
2: Okay, so play on easy mode. Got yeah, Definitely yeah.
1: definitely play on the the. I'll hold your hand and, and make sure you're a super god mode. So <laughs> you said Jedi survivor? Play... No, I want Jedi. Please help me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the gameplay in this new trailer looked really awesome. It looks just as brutal um, in terms of the lightsaber usage and his using of the force. Um, there was a scene where he picks up a stormtrooper turns them in the midair with the force and makes the stormtroopers shoot the other stormtroopers using the force yeah and i was like that's that's like vader-esque that's gnarly
1: so the trailer opens up with like this they and at the game awards they had i couldn't tell if this was part of the trailer or if it was the actual stage but they like lifted up this curtain or or whatever screen thing and there was like a back to tank just in the middle of the stage and I was like, what? I was like, this looks Star wars but I don't know what's going on. And then they cut to the trailer. So the trailer opens with this character in a back-to-tank chilling, talking about how he's betrayed by the Jedi Order and the Jedi Order's Fallen and um Sort of this mysterious character that's being released from the back-to-tank. So I think part of Jedi Survivor is going to be finding this unknown... I, I'm assuming, I'm pretty sure he's a Jedi. Former Jedi, whatever. Mystery man. Uh, yeah. In this back-to-tank. And um, then it cuts to a little bit of combat, and then you see a lightsaber duel with this like bounty hunter, almost Star Killer looking guy from really um, cool looking. Yeah, he he reminds me of the um, expanded edition of the Force Unleashed, where you play as like Star Killer with the like long fingernail gloves yeah. things. Spooky Star Killer. Um, and so you see, you cut to that. Uh, there's a scene of the mantis crashing. You see some really gorgeous, like panoramic views of new planets. Uh, Kree, uh, who's in the first game Jedi fallen order uh, is in some kind of Jedi archive looking location, which I think could possibly be the um, library that you knew built in the Darth Vader comics. Like it very much looks like it's in a cave kind of off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. Um, it showcases some creature riding bounty hunters are, are back again. That was a big thing in fallen order is Cal was being hunted down by random bounty hunters because during this time Jedi are on the run and they're being hunted down lots of droid combat. So you're fighting battle droids, um, magna guards, what looks like early dark troopers, which I think we're in rebels, this, this version. um, there's a new character that's introduced in this trailer named Bodhi Akuna uh, or Bode. I can't remember how exactly his name's pronounced. Yeah. And then the main bad guys in this look to be this like purple looking like Thanos looking <laughs> bounty hunter. <laughs> and um, I think it's the same character that was in the back of the tank, but he's got these like Jedi robes that look very much like high Republic robes. Yeah. So it could be a case where, this person, and maybe they'll tie it into the Acolyte, or, or this could be when like all the moving parts in Star Wars come together. Um, but you've got this Jedi, former Jedi, possible Jedi uh, wearing these High Republic robes, and then at the very end of the trailer, you've got Cal with his lightsaber, and it's got the little Kylo Ren cross guard, and it says Jedi Survivor, March 17, 2023. And then everybody lost their collective mind, and then that's when the thirst trapping started. Sounds right. So, it's cool. What uh, did you guys both watch the trailer? Mario, I don't know. I know you're still. Did you watch the trailer? No. <laughs> Mario said Spoilers. never. As I just slowly break down scene by scene the tra-
2: I know I'm sitting here like spoiler, spoiler.
1: <laughs> it's okay. Spoiler. You actually don't you don't get anything <laughs> from the story. It was I think the big thing with this trailer was they wanted to show off just some of the different combat aspects of the game. Um Yeah. Some of the different force elements, obviously, BP, you talked about the one guy that the, the stormtrooper being spun around and he had like one of those big machine guns and he just yep. was laying down all the stormtroopers. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Effective. Very effective. <laughs> I, so. I did notice that the, we don't know his name, so the star killer looking guy that you referred to mm-hmm. has a lightsaber also and is the exact same uh, section of. Yeah, emitter of the cows, let's say. Yep.
1: So maybe we'll get into some. It it could be a cloning thing. It could be an unknown apprentice. Who knows? I think this game's going to get wild. I do think that this game is set around the same time as the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So (laughs) and obviously in the, the book, the fifth brother is going to be crossing paths with Cal and the crew of the Mantis inquisitors in the teaser trailer i think the have they, they showed some of the inquisitors that might be playing a role um so maybe obi-wan shows up maybe Man, that'd be so cool or maybe just like uh i was talking to Vinny from the all wings podcast um and he's thinking like a hologram like kenobi sort of using like hollow communication to talk to cow I think at some point you, you can't have all these Jedi just kind of living off the beaten path and not knowing about each other, especially if they're all like the way that they frame Jedi survivors that Cal is making a name for himself as like the the Empire's number one bad guy. Yeah. So you can't have like him, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Quinlan Voss, <laughs> like all these big name Jedi and former Jedi Masters just run around and and Yoda and, and all like. <laughs> they, they they have to know that they are yeah. alive.
0: Yeah. At some point, Quinlan the boss is going to have to come on the screen somewhere.
1: I think that they could easily introduce him in this game, like reintroduce yeah. him onto like Quinlan's still alive kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's uh, it is it is looking like it's going to be a a spicy fun game. There were a couple characters that were missing. So um, I was gonna miss the them. Marin from from Dathomir, the the Night sister last of the night sisters yeah. she was missing from the what? there
2: was a night sister in in the first one
0: yeah Amari, yeah you got to play you know,
2: that's it that's it i'm giving up on god of war here i
0: am. go <laughs> you yeah. do, you should stream it and you could cosplay as her very easily
2: all right hold
1: on. there's a a cosplayer slash tiktoker um goes by ruthless night sister her cool. her marin cosplay is i think one of the best there is. She looks
0: like she literally looks like Mary.
1: like the character. It's it's incredible, but I, this is why I'm shocked you haven't gotten in the game. Like you go to Dathomir, the Knight Brothers. Like it's very big Dathomir vibes in Fallen Order.
2: Dang, yeah. I all right. I need to play. with <laughs> <laughs> Um.
1: So Marin was missing. Grease, who also had a had a role as the, the captain of the Mantis. Um, he wasn't in the trailer so I think it's going to be a little bit of a getting the gang back together vibe (laughs) like oh everybody after Fallen Order went and started doing their own thing or the crew broke up after the Battle Scars booked for their own safety so now it's going to be like the Avengers getting back together kind of
0: (laughs) you know it would be really cool if Kenobi like just like thinking of Kenobi if Reba was in it
1: well and that's yeah I think that you're going to see these Inquisitors that are playing roles and other Star Wars stuff at this time um, showing up. Like clearly there's some tension between the fifth brother and Reva and the Grand Inquisitor in the Kenobi series. And I could see that this being sort of the catalyst for that tension.
2: Yeah. Helping build up to like fit, finally knowing why it's there. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously like they, they're all kind of vying for like Grand Inquisitor status and Darth Vader's pet and all that kind of stuff. But
0: listen, if the Grand Inquisitor is in this game, and the first thing we see from him is him walking up and go, "Hello," <laughs> I will get hello a on my arm in Arabic.
1: <laughs> <Would you like, laughs> hello, would you like hello. a balloon? <laughs> I wonder if he is in it. If they get Jason Isaacs to do the voice,
2: oh. and it's like the it's the actual
1: full conehead
2: physiology of it. <laughs> Oh, that would make us so happy.
1: Yeah. I think <laughs> I definitely think that they're going to lean more into the inquisitors. Like, obviously we had, we, um, Trilla and was it the seventh sister? I always get the numbers of like the way eighth, that the inquisitors do their naming. The giant. Yeah. Sister. Yeah. It, sister, right. And maybe it was the eighth sister. I think it was the second sister and the eighth sister were in fallen order. Um, but obviously, in the Kenobi series, we saw a bunch of other Inquisitors. We saw um, Reva. We saw uh, the fifth brother. The There's the other one. I can't remember the name. Um, uh, ninth sister. Ninth uh, sister. That's it. I that was close. Connor's going <laughs> to. That one. Yes. Okay. Um, so I think the Inquisitors are going to play a big role in this. I think the Bacta tank guy, whatever his name is, Mr. Bacta. Mm-hmm. I need I need a name for these characters. Like I don't want to call this guy Thanos Guy and back to boy <laughs> when I'm referring to three months. <laughs> like, I just I need a name. I need to know Who who's playing back
2: to boy is
1: who's back to boy? <laughs> who's back to boy? Watch this back to boy be like Stellan Geos or something crazy. <laughs>
0: uh I think I just now made the decision. My next Star Wars helmet's gonna be Second Sister.
1: Hey yo, look at mm. that. Oh, hey, you gotta play yeah. the game. You gotta play the game though.
0: <laughs> now that i finished wrecker finally i can move on to another one you're not,
1: you're not allowed to make any um fallen order helmets until you complete the game It's <laughs> your reward so it is um i do think it's going to be a little bit of a get the bank gang get the bank get the gang back together that's um, a different game that's a different it's a spicier game, Uh, and
2: that was episode sixty
1: nine. Yeah, included somehow in there. Nice. Um, I think it's gonna be a little, a little bit of a getting the gang back together, a little bit of on the run, a little bit of cow dancing with the dark side. Um, and I don't know if they're planning on doing another one after this. I'll be curious to see. I was shocked that they left the first one open ended, especially as how it ends, um, or where it could have potentially ended. So I'll be curious to see if they leave this one open. I, at some point, I feel like they're going to have to do something. They can't have it. Cal built up as like the super crazy <laughs> over the top Jedi that's known by everybody in the galaxy. And then he just obviously doesn't exist in the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy and all that stuff. So
2: maybe he well, does, seen, just Don't know
0: it. we've seen the Imperial machines propaganda wipe out the entirety of the Jedi order. So, right. Getting rid of one person is probably not that difficult.
1: You just smudge his name off. Yeah. <laughs> just galactic whiteout. I've never heard <laughs> of him. I know marker. You're thinking <laughs> of his. You're thinking of his yeah. friend, Pal Bestus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, Del, Del Desto. Oh, uh, Del, <laughs> Del Destus. He was a pod racer, I think.
1: The Moons of Yago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um
1: yeah this game though i think it's going to be i think this game is going to be better than the first game which is hard because i thought the first game was really fun and it was the first time that i feel like we've gotten a star wars single-player story that wasn't focused on multiplayer or like it was an actual story that felt like a good story
0: yeah
2: Although I'm not extra set, excited to play it now. Sorry, BP, yeah, what's
1: up? I'm
0: hyping it up. Okay, the Inferno squad has had a great story. Or Battlefront two had a great story. Um, it did. It by online.
1: It did. So I, I, I'm a sucker for a good star Wars single player game. And obviously we haven't had a whole lot of those recently. So
2: I've never been a single player game person. Like I always want to play with people. God of war is kind of like pushing me out of that comfort zone But I like, I want to experience these Star Wars things, and obviously, that means that I have to suck it up.
0: (laughs) Even if they just made it like co op with like two players, I think it would be huge, huge, huge for the.
2: They did that for Halo, did that many, many years ago. Like, bring that into the Star Wars universe. Please, master and apprentice that shit.
1: Mm-hmm. You could do a master and apprentice game, or you could do a like Mando bounty hunter inspired game.
2: Oh, yeah, you can pick like out a bounty I, hunter
1: going off, not Fallen Order related. But if we ever got a bounty hunter style game where like it's an open world, like you could either be a bounty hunter or a smuggler, and like even it could be two completely different like storylines. Like it's you branch off, you either go the bounty hunter route or the smuggler route, and each one is a different sort of path that you can go down
0: cyberpunk 77 but star wars yes oh Oh, don't
1: tempt me no (laughs) lightsabers no no just all the nitty-gritty gross nastiness of of bricks and screws i want all the bricks and screws i only want to i want minecraft star wars edition bricks and screws (laughs) you can only throw bricks and screws at star Wars.
2: we are available for storyboarding if anyone would like to hire us for it's
1: your true. video game, <laughs> I'll, so I'll cool. pitch. A, if they ever announce a bounty hunter game, I'm going to. Yeah, you'll know immediately. You'll sue them.
0: Yeah. This was my this idea. Is,
1: <laughs> I came up with this on
0: this day,
2: episode that, 69. Nice. <laughs>
0: nice. That just reminded me. We talked about this months ago. Where's that? Where's the game that they've been telling us about? It's like bounty hunters, but it's on a like mobile. Hunters. Yeah, hunters. Oh, yeah. Where, where the hell's that?
1: Still living in development purgatory. That's what I'm saying. As much like of Star Wars is there's the Star Wars, yeah, Star Wars in general is in development purgatory. There's so many Star Wars games that are in the pipeline that I feel like we they're just going to slow drip reveal to us, which I kind of wish I knew more about. Like I think one of them's like a, there's a new shooter that's being worked on. There's a RTS game that's being worked on. Like all this back when Lucasfilm Games like reactivated more or less. This was. God, like six months ago, maybe seven months ago, eight months ago, when we talked about this. But there's a bunch of games in the pipeline. It's just when we're going to see them, what they're going to look like, what consoles
0: they're going to be available for. I want to get inside the pipeline. (laughs) I want to be, I am the pipeline. Give me what I want.
1: (laughs) All right, mom. You You have something Something I want. Giancarlo Esposito, how'd you get here?
0: <laughs> um, completely related. Um, in the new uh, Warzone 2.0, there's proximity chat now,
1: so like, know. If there's a yeah. bad
0: guy <laughs> near you, you guys can talk to each other. Oh, yeah. I've observed so it. Now, Like if I know someone's up ahead, I'll just go, you have something that I want.
1: <laughs> you're much more respectable than I am. I I, oh, say, some, I say some very not safe for <laughs>
0: comments um what we do now is we'll pull up the scene from 300 (laughs) this is where Uh we hold them Uh oh Uh -oh. and then you just hear like
1: (laughs) screaming in the background of like a child running for their life
0: (laughs) where it goes this is where you die and the guy the guys the other end go oh shit (laughs) (laughs) oh no i'm not ready for this could you imagine um like battlefront 2 but with proximity chat they listen. Star Wars is so toxic that there you couldn't even talk to your teammates on Battlefront two. That's what I'm saying. It'd be great. Like you couldn't, you <laughs> can't even talk to your own team because it's so bad.
1: <laughs> so what do you guys think of the sequel trilogy <laughs> and just everybody dumps on them? <laughs> hey, I kind of really like that Ray character. Who said that? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go I'll, I'll go yeah. hide in a corner. I was like, I like the sequel trilogy. I just want to be left alone. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of really fun games. I I do think that Jedi Fallen Order at least the success of it allows Star Wars to explore more of that single player element and obviously if Jedi Survivor is successful, which I have a feeling it will be, unless they launch a half finished buggy game which
0: is the trend right now.
1: Yeah, that that's not uncommon, so I, he, I hope we don't. Him. Yeah.
0: Yep. And then you spend Push Halo Infinite. they literally pushed it a year. It mm-hmm. still put out a game that was seventy-five percent done. Well,
1: yeah. I look at Cyberpunk. I mean, I look at yeah. There's so many, so many games that are just pushed out without, and they're like, "Oh, we'll fix it later." No, so won't. I think that would be the biggest death blow for this game. I I do think because of the amount of actual like gameplay footage, it looks like they showed in the trailer. We, they're they're pretty close to having a, a for- finished pilot, like finalized, polished project but
0: so three months from monday
1: yeah no no it's, it's going to be like fast and furious with this game coming out so um uh, again assuming there's no delays or like i would almost prefer them to delay it if it means that the game is going to be 100 percent ready to go like i would yeah. I would rather wait another month than them give it to us a month early and then it's unplayable because <laughs> there's game breaking bugs
0: or yeah. Who knows the what? First one come out twenty nineteen.
1: Um, because I, I know 20,
0: they. I was at the panel at celebration in Chicago. What so that was twenty nineteen.
1: Yeah, it was. It was either late twenty nineteen or early twenty twenty. <laughs> no, it must have been late twenty nineteen because I think it was pre COVID. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. So late
0: twenty nineteen. Hey, look at that. Yeah. They've so been working on this basically since then.
1: Yeah. Well, and they were probably in early development, like early story development for a yeah. sequel.
0: Yeah.
1: Before it came out, so 4 or 5 years, which is I mean that's a pretty typical I feel like gaming development pipeline for a major studio.
0: I have a, I have a lot of trust in the in the folks who made this game too cuz they have a really great track record of putting out Yeah. A
1: really game. EA the publisher I don't trust, but Respawn no. Entertainment
0: I, I respawn i like
1: and and they're doing so they're doing this and i think they're doing something else too star wars or something else yeah i think that was what part of that whole big lucasfilm gaming um announcement as respawn was working on some other stuff too
0: yeah hey i would love to go to the theater and see a movie and i would love some more star wars games uh for at home so help us out bob
1: (laughs) you're my hero bob you're my only hope
0: but which Bob? The only the Bob? New, the, the new old Bob. Old yeah. new old new <laughs> old Bob? Yeah. Uh, two Bobs don't make a right, as they say. One um, so, solves all the issues. Yeah. Uh, next episode, I feel like we should probably talk about the Bad Batch a little bit because that's coming rapidly uh, mm-hmm. as well. When we finally got a new trailer for it. Um, and it looks really interesting. So let's focus on The Bad Batch. Uh, you, you know who
2: didn't watch the trailer?
0: Uh, that would be Darth Mari because she lives off hate and fueled by f- fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I eat March fire is, March is going to be a lot because we have Battle Scars. You have Mando Season 3. You have The Bad Batch. You have uh, Jedi Survivor. I mean, there's, it's, it's going to be like when... Um, what was it Mando season two came out where we had the Bad Batch and like there was a book that came out and Mando season three came out like it was all there was that overlap. Oh, you guys so. want
2: Star Wars? We're gonna vomit Star
1: Wars. <laughs> <on you>. Yeah, <laughs> open up wide, it's coming.
0: In. <laughs> Hope you guys are hungry.
1: <laughs> I re- I really feel like Star Wars does a feast or famine like you're we're either drowning in star wars or i am so burnt out on it that i'm like i can't touch this with a 40 foot pole right now right because yeah. there's
2: not then there's nothing there's nothing yeah. to help like fuel the love for it so
1: <laughs> it's like it's like scraping the bottom of the barrel to get any yeah. kind of star wars news like why other do i news, even
2: like this <laughs>
1: daisy ridley said that she might one day consider replaying her role as ray maybe possibly this was an off comment that she made while having a chicken salad sandwich
0: <laughs> it was a couple weeks ago where i was like what's going on in star wars world i go to starwars.com go to news and the only thing on there was how to make some gingerbread cookies <laughs> i was like
1: oh, i yeah. just want to know i just want to know what's going on folks like i just want <laughs> pull back the curtain a little bit <laughs> give us a, a little right, taste yeah. of what you guys are working on yeah what's what's happening back there what are they so.
0: doing they never know what they're doing back there
1: I mean, there's always a lot of irons in the in the oven. Like you've got all the book stuff. You've got the High Republic. Obviously, has been chugging along. But obviously, if you, if you're not like in the thick of it, then like a much more casual fan, it's like, oh, have you seen Andor? Okay, cool. When when's the next thing come out? Oh, Mando's coming out soon. Okay, cool. So
0: by the time we do a High Republic episode, it, we're gonna have an omnibus to work from. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long time ago in an,
1: a High Republic far. Uh, i tried to explain
0: the high republic to a casual the other day and their eyes just glassed over on me (laughs) so there's these characters Uh... (laughs) (laughs) all right i think that's probably good for this episode
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, we're
1: starting to go off the rails
0: a little bit but you know it is what it is it's been a hot
2: minute it's been a while since we met up it's fine
0: well um thanks for 69ing with us everybody um (laughs) Nice, nice. I'm not even sorry about that.
1: (laughs) A little bit sorry. I'm throwing the explicit warning on the episode. (laughs) (laughs) 18 plus for this episode. Get it in while you still can. Uh, Oh.
0: What What are we talking about? Really off the rails now. (laughs) So anyway, give us a five star review on. uh, wherever you're listening to this, uh, if that's something you can do. Um, (laughs) But until next time, remember, the force will be with you.
2: Always.